0: Thanks for joining me on Tech of Sports and iHeartRadio this week, and uh, we're going to be talking about trust this week, and and if you don't have trust and trust in yourself, you really have nothing, and uh, great to be joined by the author of one of my favorite books from last year, uh, Jill Sylvester, a licensed mental health counselor, and uh, her award-winning book, Trust Your Intuition, 100 Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health, and that's really the key these days, as uh, a lot of people have lost their jobs, or we're stuck inside and, uh, and and lives have changed a lot. She's also started the Trust Your Intuition podcast and we'll talk about that. And uh, Jill, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Rick. Nice yeah. to be here. Yeah, love the book uh, fr- uh, from last year. I know you said it's been doing well. It won a Nautilus Award. What was kind of your uh, inspiration or thought behind the book?
1: with clients in private practice for over decades you know I really found that it comes down to overcoming the negative thoughts that are in your head and it doesn't matter what profession you're in or how old or how young you know we all have it and uh, we all have that dilemma you know those negative voices versus those voices of our higher self that powerful self that says you know we're gonna we're gonna you know nail this this speech we're gonna nail this presentation we're gonna you know, hit a home run, you know, whatever it comes down to. Everybody's kind of got that, you know, negative and positive frequency that is in conflict with each other a lot of the times. So the tools in the book take you through a trajectory of starting from a place of, you know, holding on when we're in, you know, sometimes it can be in dire straits to practices of self-care, trust your intuition believing that can happen for yourself and then ultimately feeling better so you don't have to be a person who struggles with you know a clinical diagnosis of anxiety and depression per se um to be somebody who can use the tools in your everyday life just to um you know work on just again overcoming that chatter in your mind so they're tools um, and tips and strategies on how to do that
0: yeah, the book is a great tool, and and w- while it seems uh, simple on the surface, Jill, uh, you really one of the themes in the book you really uh, dig into is really uh, uh, personal responsibility or, or doing things yourself, good self-care, trusting yourself. Um, that's that's really the uh, the prevailing theme throughout the book. Yeah,
1: because it takes work. You know, we can read a million books, we can talk to and listen to you know thousands of different you know experts in the field. But really, what it comes down to is you making the choice to wanting to do better. Again, we never, in whatever endeavor it is you're undertaking, to deciding for yourself you want to do better, and you're the only person who can make that happen. So you can listen to people who have done it and take their advice, and you know have it in, you know, uh, in theory in your mind. But unless you're going to apply that wisdom and see how it works for you in your own life. That's, that's really the key ingredient in making that choice to make it happen.
0: Yeah, we'll put all the links in the show notes, but we're joined here uh, by Jill Sylvester, author of Trust Your Intuition, A Hundred Ways to Transform Anxiety and Depression for Stronger Mental Health. And again, Jill, it's, uh, it's tough. We're, uh, we're bombarded each day when we turn on the news with negativity and, and, and problems and, and situations the world's in. Uh, you know, it's easy just to turn that off, but it's still all around us. So uh, how do we escape from it?
1: I think it's important to set some good boundaries. You know, if you're a person who you know has to have your daily dose of the news every day, then by all means do it, but make sure you set a parameter on it. So maybe it's, you know, your news junkie, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe you read the paper like I do. That way you can read, you can read what you want, you can step away from it when you want to, um, and be able to just take it in doses because it's heavy. It's just incredibly heavy. And you know, it's, it's everywhere you look and it's when you go to the store, you just can't escape it um, in terms of when you, you know, go out in the world. So I think it's really important to practice good self-care. I would have said this before the pandemic, and I'm certainly saying it now. You've got to take time for yourself to make sure that you're just stepping away and thinking about what's important to you, what you do have control over, and immersing yourself in that so that when you go out into the world, whatever way that happens calls that you're going to the grocery store or going to work you're you're feeling like you've already filled your own cup you're taking good care of yourself so it's, it's less um it's it's less heavy i guess is the best way to put it and just um you know allows you to navigate and control what you
0: can yeah you also say that uh you can take anxiety and depressed feelings and, and channel that for the good to become stronger. So sometimes, uh, I don't know, you don't you don't preach or you don't want to have to hit rock bottom to improve yourself. But sometimes being uh, being in a place of stress or anxiety can can actually help you. Absolutely, I say it all the time. You know, when we're when we're, you know
1: content, not like that's not when we make changes. It's when we feel symptoms of anxious feelings or depressed or drained or down feelings, whatever you want to call it. Um, those are the times that we feel like we need to make a change. So a lot of what I talk about in the book is embracing those feelings because that can be that can be your impetus to really get things moving. That can be your impetus, and a catalyst for transformation. So I always try to look at those types of feelings as an opportunity to do something better and to, and to reach
0: higher. Yeah, continuing on here with Jill Sylvester, you uh, um, We'll put all the links again in the show notes for uh, trust your intuition. And Jill, I cover sports and sports technology. And maybe about 30 years ago, it kind of became uh, kind of became a thing for uh, elite athletes or athletes in general to consult with uh, a sports psych- uh, psychologist or psychiatrist. And uh, and in, they're always looking to maximize their performance on the field and and uh, and uh, and off the field as well, taking care of themselves. Uh, we see athletes as these bigger than life. Uh, uh figures. Why do they need uh, uh, help as well? Why are they doubting their uh, their performance and, and their talent, uh, just like we all are?
1: Because they're they're human beings too, and I've worked with athletes, and it it, it we're all the same. We're all the same. We all still have that negative chatter in, in our minds. So if you're looking to, and I said retire, you know, whatever endeavor again that you're undertaking, there's always goals and challenges. So if you're a person who wants to do better and, you know, reach higher goals, then you're going to have the same conflict in your mind about that voice that says you can't do it or it's impossible or, you know, am I really capable of making this happen for myself? So really, it's it's a mental game, you know? It's a mental focus that needs to happen to be able to hear those voices, but not what they're selling, really? You know, not subscribe to to the the negative chatter and be able to rise above it, so that you can tap into that much stronger voice that we all also have access to and be able to reach your higher potential. So it's a, it's a huge, huge part of it. That's yeah. For, huge part.
0: Yeah, I know, and it's it's a delicate balance. Uh, can we and can athletes can we hear too many voices sometimes, Jill, and that be, makes the the situation worse? Um, how do we uh, cut through the clutter?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it comes down to, I know it comes down to quieting the brain and being able to do that, whether you're at the plate or you're, you know, at home, just being able to sit down and take a breath and remind yourself of what it is you're working on, what is the goal in this moment, where you are presently, what it is you're trying to attain, and then locking into that zone, that power that, again, is available to all of us, and be able to move forward with clarity while you know just pushing those negative thoughts just in the background. Let you know just they're just thoughts and being able to identify that they don't have to own you or take you over and you don't have to buy what their are Just just know that they're there. But be able to move them away so that you can just continue to move forward on that trajectory. So quieting the brain that's, that's absolutely the a,
0: a huge part of it in the first step for sure. Yeah, great advice here, With uh, wrapping up with Jill Sylvester. And we invite everyone to check out uh, her weekly blog, her site, jillsylvester.com. And, uh, Jill, the book's available, Amazon and a lot of other places. Uh, um, is Amazon the best place to get the book?
1: Amazon and local bookstores. You know, we
0: love supporting local bookstores yep. right now. So if you call your bookstores, um, you know, they'll have it. If they don't, you can ask them to order it, and, uh, you know, you can order it that way as well. But Amazon should certainly Great job, Jill. Thanks uh, for all the advice. Can't wait to see what you have uh, coming up next. And uh, again, great, uh, great effort with this book. And uh, definitely it's on my shelf for uh, for the long haul. Thank you so much. And thanks for having me today, Rick. Okay, take care.